You're listening to the King's Church Podcast. Visit us online at kingswisbeach.org.uk. Good evening to you. Welcome to Friday Conversations, part of the King's Church Ministry. Uh, if you're visiting us for the first time online, uh, my name's Clive, one of the leaders, and I'm with Fiona, my wife, and we'll be sharing in this discussion. Um, this is the fourth in a series on this book called Blessed, Broken, Given. Uh, and it takes the symbolism of Jesus taking bread, blessing it, breaking it, and giving it to his disciples as, uh, as a way of interpreting what God is doing in our lives. And on the back cover, it says, uh, to be blessed is to recover your true identity and calling. To be broken is to be opened up to the grace of God and a community formed by his grace and to be given is to discover your mission for the life of the world. Um, we have quite a big agenda this evening. We're covering two chapters. Uh, the first is called Shadows and Shame. And we'll look at that. Then there'll be an interval with notices and a song. And after that, we're looking at suffering and pain. And pain. Um, you'll do well to get the book and <laughs> read the whole substance because we can't cover everything. And obviously in the time limited, we can't cover uh, everything uh, to do with shame. There, there are some questions that uh, accompany the book and we, we'll throw some in, but the sort of thing that we'd be talking about is um, discovering the difference between feeling frail and actually failing. Difference between frail, frailty and failing, which is very interesting. And the different kinds of shame. Uh, the shame was associated with guilt. And there's a very interesting point where actually shame can be a very beneficial and healthy thing. So um, this part before the uh, interval, um, let's, let's begin with shadows and shame. Do you want to... Uh, Start the ball rolling on this. Oh, sorry, I'll give you the book. Yes, okay, you. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. I lost the page. page. I lost the page. There we go. Yes, this is the beginning of the section of the book talking about being broken. We, um, the, yes. the previous um, episodes have dealt with, with um, being blessed. And it starts with um, the author talking about a time when he was really struggling in his ministry and uh, having a conversation with his spiritual director and really feeling in quite despair, wasn't he? And, um, and the spiritual director asks him the question, do you think it's okay for you not to be okay? And he said, I I've underlined it. I yes. knew the right answer, <laughs> but knowing up here the right answer doesn't necessarily mean that you really feel it's okay sometimes to not be okay, does it? So, so that's a, an interesting question for all of us, you know, re realistically. What, how, how did he phrase it? Do we know it's okay? Okay for not, you not to be okay. That's a simple yes or no, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, in, in honesty. Mm. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes, because uh, he was talking about the pressure of um, needing. Well, obviously, he was. Uh, he is a church leader and you know, high-profile yeah. speaker, all the rest of it, and the sort of the, in a sense, the need to sort of project the public image and you were talking earlier about you know yes. actors and comedians well, and well yeah. um, people watching and you know you can um, write in if you've logged in on, on the YouTube there's a live chat 
Uh, you can add your comments, questions, um, and, and you might know examples. Because um, what this shadow is, when everything isn't bright and cheerful and wonderful in the garden, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not Psalm 23, but when we walk through the valley of the shadow. Yeah, it, and, and talking it, about ourselves. As, you know, yeah. as he says here, there's a version of ourselves that we're pleased with and proud of. Yes. And there's a version we don't really like, Want. that we'd like to keep in the basement away from the light. Yes. And psychologists and counsellors will sometimes refer to this as our idealised self and our shadow self. That's, that's a very good... That's, uh, yes. Mm. Um, so, um, if, if uh, you, you might be able to mention other people as well, but often it's the uh, Achilles heel of comedians mm. that they project themselves as the life and soul of the party, put them on a stage and they, mm. they can command an audience, uh, but in privacy, yeah. Um, they, they, they crumble and they crush. Yeah. Tony Hancock was uh, an okay, example simple, of that. Yeah. A, 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 a example of that. You might n know other people who've, who've mm. suffered that. Yeah. And one of the comments they make is, uh, I've wrote, written it down, the, the greater the projection, so the brighter the light mm. that you're living in, the darker the shadows can be. Yeah. And that, that need to always project this image that I'm coping and mm. e everything is wonderful. Yes. Um, and actually, we're, if we're going to be, if we're going to allow the Lord to be using us and shining through us, and, and this time we're talking about this, the bread being broken in yes. order to be, to be given out, um, it's actually being willing to deal with him in reality and to accept that the reality encompasses Maybe. both. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm. Uh, I, I heard a very interesting uh, program where Elton John was uh, interviewed, uh, and we know his ability to be a, a performer and entertain multiple thousands of people, and he was saying, uh, put him on the stage, give him a piano, put the lights on, and, and the, the magic works. But behind the scenes, he was terrified mm. uh, and that led him to taking alcohol and then drugs and became addicted to drugs he, he doesn't take drugs now but it, it was that, that yeah. change yes um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the question that was put go on. here yes. you know, it says you know, have you ever come up against your limitations or felt overwhelmed mm -hmm. you know and if somebody feels they would like to share a bit about that we would yeah. be very yeah. happy to quite um, Right. Have the, the comments coming in. Mm -hmm. it, it's not in the book, but Fiona and I have been talking, and uh, we like the film The Madness of King George, don't we? Yeah. Um, and if you, if you know the scene, then he suffers from an illness where he makes his behaviour very bizarre. Yeah. But then when he recovers, uh, what, what, what did yes, the, one the, of the servants say? One of the servants said to him, Oh, Your Majesty, you seem more yourself today. Yes. Something. And he said, Yes, I suppose I do seem more. Of course, I've always been myself. That's right. But perhaps I seem more myself today. And, <laughs> and, and the person who lives in the limelight or wants everybody to see the good side mm -hmm. is the same person who's that's living right. in the Shadowlands, isn't it? Yes. We, we are, that's who I am. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not, yeah. yes. Yes. And that's who, the person that God deals with. Yes. Mm. And, and this... And realizing that you know, even in the sort of the brokenness of all this, that you're loved yes. as the person you are, you, the you whole are. thing that God actually loves and deals with the yes. shadow and and the other side of you, you know. Yes. Um, yes. And as what he says here, um, yeah. 
The truth is there is only one self, one you, one me, and I am and you are deeply loved. Believing that and receiving that is how brokenness does not become a fracture. Instead, our brokenness can let the grace of God come rushing in. And then we go on to this bit about the frailty and failure. Yes. Something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, reminds me of that verse in Corinthians that uh, God's strength is made perfect in weakness. Uh, or the prophecy that a, a broken reed he will not despise. Not break. Uh, yeah. not, not break. You know, yeah. we, we, we actually mm. can come to God yes. in, uh, in yeah. our... What, what was the difference? Frailty and yes. failure. Yeah. Yes. Um, Finding, uh, feeling yes. frail. Yes. It's, it's that question there. Yes, Fe feeling exactly. frail. In your experience, and I wonder if somebody might have a comment to make on this. In your experience, what's the difference between feeling frail and actually failing? Mm. So, yes, if, well, if, if some comments come in, we'll read them out in due yeah. course. Mm. Yes, yes. Um. Um, Yes, uh, so this is when sorry, it takes this bit about sorry, Jesus. I was oh, thinking, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at, you know, when it talks okay, about Jesus taking the bread and blessing it, which yes. is seen, but then he broke it. Mm -hmm. And so the difference, you know, between being, um, in that sense, being broken, um, mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not necessarily because you're failing, although it may be sometimes yes, that we are failing, yes, yeah. but you know, but the difference between our frailty and our failure. Yeah. Ma Madeline makes a, a, an interesting comment. Uh, she's talking about problems that we all face at times. But she thought, said, "I thought as a Christian it was wrong, you know, to, to have those periods mm. of frailty." Yeah. Um, and so she sort of tried to squash it. Squash it. Yes. But that doesn't deal with it. It doesn't deal with it. Yeah. No. No. Mm -hmm. um, and in the church community, we try to create a space where people feel safe to be themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I know as a, a church leader and as a preacher, there's a great pressure that you are the person with the goods and you, know, you can't be seen to be having a shadow time or a frail mm -hmm. time. Um, but that, that helps nobody if, no. we're, if we're putting on a mask, if we're putting up a front. Mm. Um, not that it's always appropriate to, to um, allow everything no, no. to dominate. Uh, no, exactly. It's not, no. That, it's not that you want to sort of do all your navel gazing on the platform. <laughs> no, you know, that, no. That's really not helpful. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, no. Uh, but yes, but the, the need to sort of always feel as if you've got everything sewn up when you yes. haven't is, yeah. can be very sort of yes. Um, restricting. Yes, mm. yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a when, before Fiona spoke. I, I was uh, just looking at my notes, remembering one of the phrases in, in this book, where it, it is not a sin to be mortal. No. Um, you know, we are we are still uh, have this treasure in earth and mm. vessels, and yeah. Um, yeah, we, we do experience those those times yeah. Of, yeah. of weakness. Yeah. Uh, well, Paul himself, when he went to Corinth, that. That whole thing about uh, you know I didn't come with powerful words in fear and trembling. Actually, yeah. uh, there was a measure of uncertainty about him. That's right. Um, and, and, then, and then God's power is made perfect. That's right. Through His weakness. Yes, and sometimes it's really necessary that we feel our own frailty 
so that we're not tempted to lean on yes. our own strength and yeah. do everything under our own steam. Maggie's put in a good yes, comment that, here. Yes. Yeah. Um, feeling frail is knowing that we're in situations beyond our natural ability. Failure concerns sin when we deliberately turn from God. And I think that's, that's a very, very good, good distinction, Maggie. Yes. Yeah. Worth, re worth reading yes, again. Yes, I'll read it again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Feeling frail is knowing that we're in situations beyond our natural, abil natural ability where mm -hmm. we're going to have to lean on God. Yeah. Failure concerns sin when we deliberately turn from God. Yes, so, yes. so yes, it's not yeah. it's not all right to sin. No. <laughs> but being frail may actually. Um, yes. Mm -hmm make you lean on God because you're not thinking I can handle this. Yes, mm. yeah. And then yeah. she goes on to say um, to agrees that it's good for preachers to be honest. Uh, mm. I've met Christians who say it's wrong to be depressed, feel sad, etc. This does so much harm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So w within the time do we need to be Talking about the, the the shame, or have you got yeah. more, something yes, more? Yes, we, we need to. I'm yeah. just thinking if we just finish with that, that okay. that's a very good. Okay. You know, good quote from the book here. It's in pe to on, be, page on page 82. 82 if when you, you get the, the book, book, page 82. Yeah. To be broken is to be opened up to grace, and that's yes. what the point of breaking the bread is not to sort of crush it, yeah. but yeah. it's actually so that it can it will be ready for use. Yeah. It's opened up for God's grace yes. to to begin to soak up. If, if, well, if, if I remember uh, from read, reading the book, didn't he use that picture of some form of bread in, in some culture yeah. where they actually break it and then that soaks up the, soaks the up, soup yeah. or, or the yeah. stew yes, or it whatever some, it, it is. It was some kind of Malaysian bread, which is so, so very the, soft. Or, yes, yeah. the, the hard crust would prevent that from happening, but when it was broken, the, yeah. the, the softer inside mm. al allows the absorption. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we, we need to look a bit at guilt and shame as the other bit. That could arise it? from walking in the shadows, as, as mm -hmm. some people have said. Yes, mm. yes. Um, keep going. Yes. She's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's, it's a thing that is sometimes levelled at the church. Yes. That, you know, that we like putting people on guilt trips, you know, and, and yes. it's all a way of manipulating people, you know, and the... Yeah. Um, the secularists would, would say this is the problem with religion, you know, they just sort of get people all hung up with guilt and what have you. Um, and it, well, he said, to, to say it plainly, one common modern day view is that humans have been brainwashed by religion into feeling guilty and ashamed about things that shouldn't make them feel that way. Now, obviously it is true, I suppose, manipulating people by guilt and shame is something that has happened no, not yes. just in the church just but in human yes. society generally but while acknowledging that that there are sort of wrong um, cases you know where, where the shame is not necessary and the guilt is just a way of manipulating but somewhere deep inside you kind of know that um, that's not that's not the whole story mm -hmm that actually sometimes the shame you feel is because you are oh. guilty. And yes. dealing with the guilt yes. is, is how to 
rather than sort of um, trying to positive think your way into saying, no, I am a, a wonderful human being and, you know, yes. I'm absolutely perfect as I am and all the rest of it and doing the kind of the big, big obsession with self-esteem thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Actually, sometimes it's really important to face up to the fact that maybe <laughs> sometimes the shame is, is, is the right kind, a, a healthy shame. shame. That's, That's one of the things. Uh, yes. What do you think about the idea that there's a good kind of shame the shame associated with guilt. Yes. So how could shame be a good thing then? It confronts us with the reality of who we are. Mm. Uh, and uh, Like what we were saying earlier, we're not pretending to be something else. Mm. Oh, that doesn't matter, mm. you know, it wasn't me or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was um, through, like in the prison ministry, when we do the uh, restorative justice, it is confronting people with the consequences of their actions. Yes. Now, people say, oh, well, you're, you're sending them down a guilt trip. But actually, inevitably, that process leads to a, a reconciliation and a healing and forgiveness. Yes. Um, mm. And good comes out of it. Yes. Well, I thought you, you, what you were saying about the first question that they ask, you know, when it yes. comes to looking at what they've done is it, it, what harm has been caused yes, by this. Yes, in, 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 the course is called the Sycamore, I've referred to it many times. And the question isn't what, what law have you broken or what crime have you done, but what harm have you caused and how can that harm be repaired? Mm. Which is you know, a, 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 a more healthy approach yes. to, to bringing yes. restoration yes yes that's right it's not trying to load people with guilt, guilt. it's actually trying to help them find a way through the guilt yes um, well through the shame by dealing with the guilt yeah absolutely mm. yes yes uh, yeah. well is it there's a verse oh god this will show my ignorance of the bible when i when i acknowledge my sin in the psalms um, yeah, David, David. David, is that Psalm yeah. 52? Could be 51. 51, Psalm yeah. 51 is the penitential psalm. It talks about... Let me just see. Yeah. Uh, Do -do Where are we? You can see this is ad hoc. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I don't think he's... Okay. Oh, well, but he's, talk, he's talking about, I know my sin, my transgression is always before, before me. me. Okay, but leave, yes, leave it there. But yes, the bit about yeah. when yeah. Yeah. the particular question you're making. So, so, there, so, so there is a right and mm. healthy mm. shame. Yes. Um, and the, the, again, the author of the book says, so when, when that happens, we, we need to say, what is the shame saying? Yes. What, why am I feeling like this? Yes. Um, yes. It, it's, well, it, it's, that's where it's important to distinguish what, well, again, one of the things he says here, not all shame is the result of guilt. Sometimes it's actually unnecessary. Yes, and a lot of people, you know, who put themselves on a constant guilt trip and, yes. and, and actually need to sort of stop and think, no, actually, I don't need to be ashamed here because I'm mm -hmm. not guilty. Mm -hmm. But, it says, so not all shame is the result of guilt, but all guilt results yes. in shame. D Sally's just put in Psalm 32. Thank ah, you, Sally. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to be here. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, that's worth, I think that's worth saying again. Not, yes. Not, not all. yes, not all shame is the result of guilt. Sometimes it is false, yes. you know, and you need to push it away. Yeah. But all guilt results in, in shame, shame. Yes. because no. it's the appropriate reaction yeah. when you actually are guilty. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and um, he gives quite a, a good illustration, I sort of think, that 
we shouldn't be too ready to brush aside the shame thing because it might be like the signals on your dashboard you know the little light that's warning you yes. of mm -hmm. something like you need more petrol or your oil is running low or mm -hmm. something you know yeah it's showing you something you need to address yes mm -hmm. yes the um I'm, I am going to turn to that psalm that uh, Sally did, I'd uh, uh, like, to, like to go to. Um, when I kept silent, this is it. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away. Um, but then, verse 5, then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgression to the Lord. Um, and, and, and then... Uh, he finishes, rejoice in the Lord and be glad you righteous, sing all you who are upright yes. in heart. And yes, hiding it, mm. actually, well it does physically, it does physically impact people, Yes. Um, but yeah. being open. Yeah. And being able to know that you can come openly, openly. before God. Well that's wonderful. Even with that and that, you know, that he can deal with it. Because the gospel removes the guilt and the shame. Yeah. Um, I'm, we're, we're thinking off the top of our head as well, <laughs> looking at notes, but reminded of the woman caught in adultery, you know, um, we, we understand the setup of that, mm. but uh, a shameful, like, embarrassing experience for the woman, but Jesus mm. releases her from that. Yes. Um, and he yeah. does so with, with, with so many. Yes. Um, so go and sin no more, mm. um, but actually yeah. restores dignity and wholeness mm. to the person. Yes, and, and it sort of talks here about, this is where um, under the Old Testament covenant, you know, they, they had the priest who came and offered the sacrifice for sin yes. to take away guilt in the temple. And, um, and here in Jesus, we have all three of those summed up. He is the priest, priest. he is he also the sacrifice, sacrifice. Mm -hmm. and he's also the, the temple, temple, the place of meeting with God. And, and this is where God has actually provided for us a way of dealing with this so that we can have the, the peace, the, what, the, the shalom, the, yes. the, old, yeah. the, um, the Hebrew word, you know, where there's that sense of peace and things being right and restored again. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, it might not be appropriate <coughs> in live chat and YouTube, uh, but it would be helpful for us to remember the times when we've had to come before the Lord in honesty. And I think all of us could testify to that sense of relief, in a sense, and peace. Mm. Um, yes. Uh, uh, I, I, I've met many people who mm. who experienced that. And that is, that is the good news of the gospel, isn't it? It, yeah. it, isn't, it is good news. It's not primarily to bring a message of condemnation. No. But, but to bring a message of healing. healing. But in order to yeah. receive that healing, you have to acknowledge the need for it. That's right, yes, yes, yes. Mm. yes. Uh, that's why it's good news. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's basically it's saying, let the brokenness yes. open you up to, great, to God's grace. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. As I said at the beginning, we're only touching the, the surface, the surface really, yeah. of this subject. Um, those who've got the book, you can read it and meditate on it because there's a really a lot of helpful material in there, yes, there is. about walking in the shadow and dealing with shame. Mm. Um, also acknowledging when, when it's 
unhelpful shame, but yes. not but, but recognizing there are times when that is the right mm. experience to be going through. Yeah. Uh, but it's not the end of the journey. Mm. So shall we have our pause and we'll, then go we'll, to the next we'll chapter? Our, we'll have our pause. And then we're going to cover the, the very small subject of suffering and pain. <laughs> Well, well, we'll say a few things about it and yeah. uh, hope that you engage yeah. with us in that. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll go to the notices and, uh, and the song, okay? Okay, so we're, we're picking up on these two themes, uh, uh, shadows and shame, uh, but now we're talking about suffering and pain. Um, and uh, it's not possible to type in a part of our life story but one of the questions the the author puts with this chapter is to to think about uh, our own experiences of suffering or pain um, and not only just to think about it and mm. to remember it as a sad experience but actually what came out of that mm. um, what did we see that God was doing yeah, um, yeah. so Fiona's going to uh, begin to lead us in, in this area. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Well, uh, yes, just sort of, again, quoting a little bit of what Glenn Packiam says, um, and then we'll talk about it. So there's a, we've already seen in the first half, there's a brokenness that can come from being frail and a brokenness that comes from our sin. Um, and we looked at both those, but there's a third kind of brokenness, a brokenness no one chooses. It's the kind that comes from the brokenness of the world itself. It isn't just our frailty, our failure. It's the fallenness of the world. Mm -hmm. and, and it's that sense, you know, there's something deeply wrong with the universe and that's what breaks us. Yes. And facing up the fact that, you know, as Christians, we are not immune I think this is to very the important. effects of the fallenness of our world. Um, I'm just making a general statement, but we do hear people say, why did God allow this to happen yes. to me? Or, you yes. know, if there How was a God. How can I believe in God when I'm yeah. suffering this? Uh, yeah. um, and we are in the world that is how yeah. the world is yeah we're in a uh, fallen world and we are not immune no, from the no. tragedies of this world no um and it's a fool's paradise to think that you are yeah uh, yeah so. yes so this is sort of talking about when you're when you're feeling the brokenness that isn't your fault no no it's simply that you're you know you're suffering the same bereavement the same um, mm. vulnerability to, to accidents, the same yes. vulnerability to other people's wickedness. Yes. Um, you're to, you're, to all you're the just caught up in of, it. Yeah, you're, you're caught just, up in a fallen world. It. And, and Jesus doesn't promise immunity to that. Which is happening all the time, even today. Mm. Um, believers and non-believers, but including believers. Well, um, what, one of the charities that uh, sent me emails were uh, 21 Christians were killed, either, was it today or yesterday? You know. In, 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 a, in an attack, not in this country, but abroad. Mm. So today, people mm. are suffering. Yes. Uh, and sometimes we only emotionally think about that when it touches our world. Yes. But the whole world is experiencing this at yes. the moment. Because the whole world is in the yeah. fallen state. Yes. And so, yes, when, um, you know, when it's um, our loved one that dies or our child that is sick yes. we sort of yes it comes home to us yeah. and then people who who did believe in god when those things were happening to somebody else suddenly yeah. find they can't you no. think well you know 
Yeah. This is what we have to face up to, isn't R it? Richard makes the comment, God mm -hmm. doesn't stop you, me or anyone doing wrong things. That's right. And yeah, and you, you might well be caught up in that. Yes. Or even natural disasters, because mm. that's, that's well, part again. of the fallen world that we're in. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. So he, as he says, you know, life has a way of leaving us parched and thirsty. The question is, what do we do with our thirst? Yeah. Do we actually turn to God to seek our needs or do we sort of rebel against him? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and he quotes a lot from Psalm 42 and 43. Yep. Uh, which were probably one originally. I think it looks like it's more verses of the same when you go through. But there's a, there's a refrain in it which sort of says, I'll read it here in this version. Why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my saviour and my God. And then in the midst of all this, there's, there's still hope. And he says, the Lord will send his faithful love by day. His song will be with me in the night, a prayer to the God of my life. Um, one translation actually says, God will command his faithful command. love. Yes. This, the, the Hebrew word is hesed. And <laughs> there isn't an exact English equivalent. That's the thing, you have to put several words to explain we, it. We know that name because it's uh, when we bought our first house, when we were able to buy our first house, mm -hmm. um, that's what that we called it. Yes, Hesed, so, steadfast love. Steadfast love. God's yes. faithful, steadfast love is what it means. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think that that's the first sort of um, sustenance that we have when we're being broken by mm. these circumstances outside our control is knowing that we are loved. Yes. and that God's love has not failed. And that's actually what we hang on to in the darkness. And, and Paul's testimony. So he was, uh, Paul in the New Testament, so he was subject to the activities and actions of so many people, stone, nearly stoned to death, uh, escaping for his life and all this sort of mm. thing, threatened. Uh, and uh, um, I've just forgotten the verse I was going to quote. What, what did you say? Oh yes, no, um, I'm persuaded that nothing can separate us from, from the, the love of God. God. God Shall death, Jesus, yeah, for the present, the future, life mm -hmm. or death, angels or anything yeah. in heaven or earth, nothing can separate us from mm -hmm. the love of God. Yes. yes. And, and that's the kind of the bedrock um, and, and the constant light at the end of the tunnel. Isn't yes. It? yes, yes, yeah. Mm. Uh, and um, you might not feel it at the time because our, our, our emotions you know are real and mm. um, we've been through challenging and difficult times we've been some, through some very very sad moments and you feel the sorrow of it mm. uh, and you don't feel elated uh, I've met people who again because they think it's the Christian thing to do have had tragic news oh no everything's right you know you know mm. uh, the, the reality is it is awful yes it is awful and yeah. it's okay to say, this is awful. And yeah. I think that might be a releasing word for a lot of people. Yeah. It's okay to say, at the moment, life is awful, but. Yeah. But, yes, there is. Yes. I'm still hanging in there with God. It's not yes. a case of sticking a plastic smile on your face. No, no. Actually, there are times when you are walking through dark periods, periods with real grief, real yes. pain, with struggling perhaps with, um, with doubt and, yes. and suffering. Yeah. It is a real place of brokenness, mm -hmm. but actually allowing allowing God to 
to speak to you there is, yes. is so important. What does that mean? Yeah, some very helpful comments. Maggie is saying sometimes when bad things happen, we have to make a conscious decision to trust God, whatever our feelings. Yeah. Yes. I yes. will choose. Yes. Yes. yes, it's not denying our feelings, no. but it's not allowing our feelings to dictate Take our choice. No, no. You know, that, that's the, the different thing. And, and it's, it's obviously easier when, that's why I think the question about, you know, thinking back to when you've experienced something like this, it's actually helpful and the longer you've lived and the more of these experiences you have, if you've actually walked through them, you have this, the strength of knowing what's happened in the past, which actually sustains you in the present. And there's a very interesting quote he has, talking about holy wounds, he says, you know, when, when you're in the dark place and you're in a wounded situation, um, you really need to be open, not only to God, but actually to be able to share that mm -hmm. with others. You know, I mean, we're not suggesting people should sit in front of a camera and, and share with the entire <laughs> YouTube audience their deepest pain and suffering. No, no. But actually to find within, within your fellowship, within um, you know, yeah, your, your, safe environment. Your, your safe environment, somebody with whom you can walk through that and who yes. can support and strengthen you when things are really tough is yeah. really important. Oh, and it's yes. one of the ways that God gives us his steadfast love. Yes, where, where, where was it? Um, it was the the the, the uh, very likable young woman from the Christian Solidarity. Mm -hmm. Christian, uh, uh, yeah. uh, she was CSW. 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 That's mm -hmm. it. Um, she was saying that at times people have to lean on the faith of others. Yes. And I know a lot of people found that a helpful thing. Yes. When she would talk about Christians who are suffering and being persecuted, mm. uh, that you actually lean on the faith of, of other people. Yes. Mm. And, and, and the way that the Lord sort of puts us in a body so that there will be some people who, um, who can be there because you're in pain mm -hmm. and then at another time you yeah. may be there because they're in mm -hmm. pain yes you know and and, and you can support yeah. each other and i was just looking at this another bit i underlined in the book it says it's not difficult to show your scars it's much harder to reveal your wounds that's worth saying again because it's, yeah. it's a short sentence but people yeah. won't not it's catch not it it's not difficult to show your scars it's much harder to reveal your wounds because the scars have healed that's right the scars are from past wounds which have been healed and resolved yes whereas the wounds are what well, you're going through now and, and very sensitive yes and sometimes actually what what you most need when you're wounded is somebody who has the scars that show yeah. that they understand what you feel, but they're not currently in such, such a, mess a mess that they can't, no. they can't help no, you. No, you know? no. And likewise, when, you, when you're wounded, um, you know, when, when you're um, with somebody who's going through <laughs> wounds, it, it helps that you have the scars that show yes. you understand, but, but at that point, um, you're able to be the one holding them up. Yeah, and, and the support isn't to fix it. No. Okay, that's always a temptation. Somebody comes mm -hmm. in quite a distressed state and we think or we imagine <coughs> we can fix it, put yeah. everything right. And mm -hmm. um, we've discovered through many years of ministry, all you can do is be with somebody in that mm -hmm. and, and, and talk of yeah. the hope that we have in, yes. in God. But yeah. we have to go through it. Well, yes, because 
again, these are the situations where there is no nice pat answer. No. Here's the formula, yes. and, you'll, and you'll be feeling wonderful tomorrow, the equivalent of you know, the antidepressant pills sort of yes. thing that will yeah. make you feel different. Actually, no, it, in walking through the valley of the shadow of death, yes. the comfort is knowing that he is with yes. us. And, and having said that, that's what we do for other people. Jesus himself was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, you know. Uh, he obviously came alongside people, but I, uh, I think, I don't, I'm sure we can really grasp the depth of sorrow and suffering, not, not just on the cross, mm. but in his earthly ministry, the pain yeah. that he was feeling. Uh, and and the personal attacks on him. How did he deal with it? Mm. You know, being betrayed, being misunderstood, being accused, mm. uh, caused all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yes. And that, that thing, you know, as I said, nobody chooses to be broken in this way. No one wants that as part of their story. No. But we break because the world is broken. Yes. And, and you know, you've got the whole cosmos that God created for blessing um, is now enslaved Yes. to the powers of evil that that's it's, it's not able to flourish like no. it was meant to you know that's um, and, well, and, and I, when that fracture touches so, us yes we get broken so, so um, we're having this conversation in November in a few weeks time it's Advent to Christmas but it, it's the, the whole, whole theology of the incarnation that he came into the world mm. and, and he became part of this mm. world and mm. really experienced the, the, the suffering. Um, one of the Gospels, he was grieved by their hardness of heart. He mm. just sensed the injustice and the inhumanity mm. uh, that was surrounding him. Yeah. Are we going to mention the story of Lazarus? Yes, we're coming to that. Because yes. that, that would we're, fit we're in well. We're coming through to that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to keep reasonably the book. You know. She's in charge tonight. <laughs> no, it, it's talking this, you know, the fact that God hasn't forgotten us. Yeah. He's not abandoned us, but he's actually involved with us, you know, and it talks about, um, you know, he talks about when Jesus was born, you know, actually mm. that carol that says, you know, little Lord Jesus, no, no crying, crying he, he makes. makes, that's rubbish, you know, all babies <laughs> cry, it's the only way they can communicate. So, <laughs> so he also knew the yeah. helplessness and, and the, um, vulnerability. the vulnerability of being a small baby, yes. you know, and, and, um, yeah. and arriving in a, a messy, smelly place surrounded by animals. Mm -hmm. Messy, helpless, crying, they're not the usual words we use to describe Jesus, but actually, he, it's like he is God coming among us, yes. groaning and weeping with us. Um, so he, he, and he now begins to refer to the story of, of the raising of Lazarus. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Or rather about Jesus well, weeping at Lazarus's okay, death. Okay, we're, we're going to talk about that. And if you know the story, um, Lazarus, cousin of, uh, uh, um, Lazarus has died um, and he has two sisters. Mary and Martha, and they, they, they had hoped that Jesus would have prevented it. Mm. Um, one of the questions that uh, the author has put here, um, where, where is it here? Uh, what question would you have asked Jesus if you were Mary or Martha after Lazarus had died? 
So your brother's become ill, he's died, you know that Jesus... Well, you sent for Jesus, Jesus but he didn't get there in time. He didn't get there in time, because yeah. you'd hoped to prevent this from happening. Mm. Um, what question would you have asked Jesus if you were Mary or Martha after Lazarus had died? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because you have some comments on, on Jesus' reaction, don't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, or well, well, yes. I, I think that's your own study, not the, out of the book. Well, well, it, yeah. it is in the book, but well, I, I, you've I've developed read it. it and yeah. Yes. Um, well, he talks about you know when when Jesus came finally came through to um, Mary and Martha, and of course both of them said the same thing to him: "Lord, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died." Mm-hmm. Um, but actually we find that, that Jesus, this, this is the, the, the place where we get that shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus yes. wept. Yes. It's in John 11, if you don't know the story, it's, it's in John 11. John's Gospel, yes. chapter John's Gospel 11. 11. Yeah. yeah. And he says, um, I knew the story in John 11 contained the verse, Jesus wept, but I had not realised the other moments in the story when Jesus groaned right before and shortly after he wept. So that's in John 11, verses 33 and 38. Um, and it's the New King James Version translates okay. it groaned. Okay. Um, uh, let me just see what I say. Yeah. Um, yeah so in the middle of page 103. Yeah, 30, yeah. Oh, sorry, you were yeah. looking at that. Yeah. Uh, yes, in, in the NIV, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. But yeah. it, the, yeah. that translation says he, he, was, it, he, he groaned. He groaned. And when I was reading that, I was sort of thinking about. Um, when Paul talks about the whole creation groaning in travel and actually we're also a groaning with it you know um, but that groaning is actually a somewhat different one that that's the um, the groaning of inward unexpressed sorrow mm-hmm. but but the word that's actually used in John 11 it, it's well he says it sounds like a grunt an inarticulate moaning or sighing like the sound an animal might what might make but in fact according to um, the, the Greek, the, the Greek t- um, word that's used this is a sorrow which has a has an element of anger in it right because mm-hmm. there's some translations actually put something about him being indignant or something but it's like it there's there's the groaning of the sort of oh I'm in pain and then there's the groaning of oh you yeah. know this should not be right and I, and I think that's that we see there something of, of God's emotion at the whole business of, of the rule of death and yes. the result of sin and evil, you know, is that this thing here and, and his anger at, yes. at death itself. And in fact, we're told in scripture, you know, that death is the last enemy to be destroyed and actually that death and Hades are going to hell. Yes, yeah. You know, they're thrown into the, mm-hmm. the pit at the, uh, towards the end of Revelation. So, so, you know, Hades is not hell. Yeah. Hades is going to hell. Yes, that's yes, that's yes, the yes. sort of um, yeah. the thing. That, and so it's almost like you see, you see here God entering into the brokenness of this world, entering into the grief and the pain of it all. You know, and entering into the, the sense of this is wrong, this is awful. And also, this is awful because it's so painful. Which, an- weeping. which answers a bit, where is God? Yeah. He's actually right, right there. there, experiencing it. And, and in, in it with you. Yes. That, that's the thing that, you know, he's not far off. He's actually right there. Mm-hmm. And when you're weeping, he, he, he weeps with, with you. you. 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, there's um, a song I was listening to recently, it says, you know, weep with me, you know, I don't need answers, I just need to know that you weep with me, mm-hmm. that you care, mm-hmm. you know, that, you, mm-hmm. that you're there. That, um, and again, that's, in that brokenness, it's like he can enter in and his grace can come in, mm-hmm. and again, something can come from right. it. Yes. Which is, which is actually positive and is moving towards the healing and resolution of it all. Um, sort of the fact that he's taking on our brokenness and dealing with it and he's actually going to deal with that last enemy. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Mm. Which is a different perspective where uh, Mary and Martha may be looking for uh, a preventative cure so that Lazarus didn't die to stop mm. this tragedy happening. happening. Mm. Um, but, well, we know, if you know the Bible, uh, Jesus says actually that God's glory is going to come out of this. Yeah. And uh, Lazarus was raised back to life. He wasn't resurrected, he didn't have a resurrected body, but he was brought back to life. And then because of him, many people became believers in Jesus yes. as well. So yeah. uh, Mary and Martha are going through this, but mm. the outcome yeah. yes. is good. And uh, again, I know so no many people who said, uh, I wouldn't, having come through it, I wouldn't wish this on anybody, but having gone mm. through it, I wouldn't mm. be without it. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I remember, um, I can't remember who it was, but it was a, a thing that stuck in my mind, somebody who had lost their legs. And as a result of losing their legs, you know, mm-hmm. obviously their whole life had changed. Um, but they had, you know, become quite a, yeah. it was one of these famous Christians, but I can't remember who it was. But um, somebody said to him, so, so are you saying then, you know, that this was a good thing, losing your leg? What, how do you feel about it? And he said, well, if you're saying to me, would I like to have two good legs today? Yes, I would. But I wouldn't have been without the experience yeah. I gained through losing them. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, yes. that was the, the thing that actually beginning to see that, while this thing in itself was awful, what God brought, has brought out of it is so precious that I wouldn't want to have not had the experience. Which, which is, it's one of the glories of the gospel that we preach, that God can turn things around. You meant mm-hmm. it for evil, but he purposed it for good. Yes. Um, uh, other faiths must make their own uh, assessment of suffering and pain. But the Christian view of it is, is actually uh, God is involved in it, and if we allow Him to, mm-hmm. um, it can be for our good and for His glory. Yeah. Not that we want to choose to go down that path, no, but no. If, we, if we do. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly, as He says, you know, in the case of Lazarus, you know, it wasn't like Lazarus was an em- enemy of God or a wicked man. No. Mm. And Mary and Martha were. were, were we Genuine. can totally understand this as saying, why didn't you prevent this, Lord? Yes, yes. And, and that's what we so often want God to do. We want him to prevent things. And, and of course, sometimes he does, yeah, and probably yeah. a lot more things than we yeah. realise, because most of the time we don't know what we've been spared yeah, from, yeah, do we? Yeah. But sometimes we actually realise, you know, that, that God's done something in the way of a prevention thing. But, but um, God does something bigger than that he says he's talking about God does something that he knows is stronger than prevention something we call redemption 
and that's a bigger thing than prevention. If you want to say yeah. any more about that? Yeah. Well, I just want to uh, give credit to people who are making comments. Mm -hmm. um, Jim, uh, rightly quoting uh, verse 25, you know, it, in that situation, uh, Jesus gives those famous words, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Mm. That, you know, yeah. looking th through, yeah. uh, through the experience of death or whatever it is, yes. actually we come through to life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank and you, Jim. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and actually, uh, that, that's that's come to us in oh, Jesus. Hasn't yes. It? Yes. You know, that's that's yeah. the, the yeah. key thing there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anna just mentioned Smith Wigglesworth. I'm not sure it was him. He, he might have known the person. Uh, there. Anyway, let, let's ca let's carry on with yeah. this prevention and redemption. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's really interesting. You see, if I mean, when when he raised Lazarus, I mean, Lazarus would die again. Yes. It, it wasn't. He didn't have a a resurrection body in that yeah. sense. Yeah. But but obviously, what Jesus has done is to actually defeat death itself. He's done something bigger, bigger. Mm -hmm. with, with the redemption. And it talks here, you know, resurrection doesn't tiptoe around death. It breaks death's power completely. Resurrection is the reversal and undoing of death. That's the power of redemption. Just as resurrection is stronger than death, so redemption is more powerful um, than prevention. prevention. And, mm. and I think that's, um, I'll give him another quote here. It's one kind of power to say, you shall not harm me. It is a wholly other kind of power to say, do your worst, I will prevail. Mm -hmm. yes. Which is what God says yes. through this business mm -hmm. of redemption. Mm. 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 Yeah. Um, I'm just pausing. Mm -hmm. oh, no, okay there. We're nearly through with time. Mm -hmm. um, mo most of the book is underlined, as Fiona's read it. <laughs> so, uh, are there any more salient points? Yeah. That, yeah. Well, well, this is this is sort of the the conclusion he's coming to. Um, quotes Saint Augustine: "God judged it better to bring good out of evil than not to permit any evil to exist." Wow. Yes. And and you know it it's the. It's the tension we always have to hold, you know, that, that actually the problem of evil, God has said the, the right way to deal with it is not to sort of prevent it all happening. Because as Richard has said, <laughs> we all do wrong, so mm -hmm. we're all wiped out. Yeah, exactly. We, we would all have been wiped out, so would all creation. Yeah. But in fact, God is in the business of redeeming. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and, and almost in the sense that the more um, evil displays itself in its true colours, the more the light mm. shines. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and, and obviously eventually the light will completely eclipse the darkness. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's what he's, mm -hmm. that's, that's the final point. Yes. But in fact, it's not that um, the darkness was never there. No. It's actually that it will be completely eclipsed. Because that picture in Revelation, which is often quoted, there will be no more tears. Yeah. which is very moving, isn't it? Yeah. There'll be nothing yeah. to, to bring that pain and, and that sadness yeah, and yeah. sorrow. And, and the thing that always moves me about the bit, in the, it says that God will wipe the tears from their eyes. So it's yeah. not just that there won't be any, it'll no. be brushed away. Mm -hmm. Actually, 
when you wipe the tear, it's, it's dealing with it. I recognise they were there. It's a recognition mm. of, of why the tears were there and it's actually resolving the issue rather than just sort of preventing it all happening in the first place. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. it's how he brings together our freedom to choose and yet his sovereign ability to... Um, he uses this, imagine a chess player unafraid of his opponent's strategy. It's a certain kind of genius for a chess player to block the moves his opponent wishes to make. It's a different order of brilliance altogether to say, whatever your move, I'll still put you in checkmate. Yeah, and that's God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. We've covered a lot of very deep subjects in a... In a very short, well, a very short of time, but it, it might have uh, generated some thoughts and some responses mm. uh, in those who are watching other tonight or, or, or in catch up. But it, it is this picture, and, and uh, it, it's one of the, the, the merits of this book. Um, it, it says on the on the back cover here, "Glory in the ordinary." So we've got this very simple picture of Jesus taking bread and breaking it. So we, mm. we've looked at that he blessed gave thanks, mm -hmm. uh, but then the bread is broken. And then what we said at the beginning, mm -hmm. that yeah. this is uh, sort of a, a metaphor, a symbolism of what God uh, does or allows to happen in our life, that yeah. uh, actually being broken <laughs> not, is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And actually it might be a better thing yes. for then his glory to shine That's through right. uh, mm -hmm. rather than our own. Yes self-sufficiency because, yeah, because the purpose of breaking the bread is so that it can be shared and, and, and bring life you might find this a difficult thing to accept or even to agree with but god might allow circumstances in the world in life to break us mm. he might allow that yes it, he might he might not prevent it have i got two double negatives mm. he, he might not yes, act. might not prevent. He might not prevent it. Mm. He might allow it, um, but then in the allowing of it, mm. with his chesed love, the steadfast love, working for our yeah, good in because it. Because it always triumphs in yes. the end. Yes. That, that's yes. the, you know, just like this chess player, as I yes. say, you can... Yeah. It isn't that he um, dictates the opponent's moves. No. The opponent can do everything, and the opponent yes. might even be very clever, yeah. but he's he's better, he can still yeah. do it, he can yeah. still defeat him. Mm. Uh, we're, we're, we're very grateful for the comments that come in and very kind uh, throughout uh, every uh, session that we do, people express their appreciation. Maggie said, thank you, uh, really encouraging and plenty to keep on thinking about. Yes, we've only dropped seeds in mm. and, and this is a substance of life that we're talking yeah. about, isn't yes. it? It's, yes. uh, this is a common experience, mm. the shadows and shame, the suffering and pain. Mm. At some point, <laughs> we're, we're all experiencing that. Yes. So it's an ongoing process. Yes. Yeah. And, and, this and we haven't tried to fix everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to give a perspective of what, what the Lord is doing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so getting it here, you know. Um, Last comment. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, read his, I'll read a little bit from the end just to okay. finish it off. Then. Whether the brokenness is from our frailty, our failure, or the fallenness of the world, we're still God's image bearers. And this is still God's world, the world that he created, the world that he blessed. The sin and suffering God did not prevent are not beyond his capability to redeem. And what God blesses, he will redeem. He has the power to make his blessing come to pass over and against the infection of evil. 
God the Creator blesses, God the Redeemer carries the blessing to its completion, even through the brokenness that comes. So. Well, we just want to ask that uh, as we've shared truth from scripture and truth from uh, Christian experience that you're, you're blessed mm. uh, and that's been helpful to you this evening. Yeah. Uh, there is another Friday conversation next week. Yes. Um, other people, uh, yeah, somebody will be here. I'm not quite sure who. Somebody will be here and uh, carry this series. Okay. If you haven't got the book, there's still time to get it. There's quite a few chapters to go. Uh, Blessed, Broken, Given by Glenn Packiam. Okay, good night to you and God bless. Yeah. Bye.